Alonzo. Swing and a miss. He got him. The Phillies have swept out the New York Mets. A complete game shutout by Zach Wheeler, who scattered only two hits. What's up, bro? How are you doing? What's going on? Doing good. Um, a lot of stuff to talk about this week. Kind Dude, of I know. Were you stuff. watching? Were you watching? Um, this isn't even necessarily baseball. Were you watching in the Olympics? Uh, yeah, I watched some of it. Um, okay, got gotcha. you. Cool things in there. Um, you know, USA baseball was actually pretty cool. To see baseball was second. Um, I mean, I was watching a lot of the track. I mean, I, I ran track in high yeah. school, so it's kind of like in my blood. Yeah. But some world Dude, records, it was pretty sick. Didn't it? It looked like there was a lot of night or. I guess nights nights there. I guess because of the time zone difference, whatever it was, that like it was raining in a lot of the track events. I think Tokyo, a few. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of strange. Like I don't remember ever really seeing that before. So. Yeah, it was weird with the time difference too. Like some of the big yeah. races were at like seven in the morning, like our time. I know. So. Yeah. It was it was good though. It went quick, but I, I enjoyed yeah. it. It was pretty entertaining. So. But. Yeah. yeah give me um. What was the favorite thing you saw this week? Well, yeah. So speaking of the Olympics, um, it was actually in the USA Japan final game okay. for gold. Um, so Todd Frazier played for Team USA this year. Yeah. And Masahiro Tanaka got to play for Team Japan because he didn't sign with anybody in in MLB this year. So Tanaka actually pitched against USA in the final game, and then um, obviously Japan won final game so usa got silver and japan got gold but after the game they so they showed like tanaka and frazier like hugging it out and talking and stuff and i thought that was pretty cool because like for anyone that doesn't remember they were on the yankees together back in 2017 yeah yeah they were they both were on the team that lost the astros so they're like very close and stuff um so i thought that that was pretty cool to see yeah now did he like shut us down because i could totally picture him (laughs) Yeah, well, Japan won two nothing, so I don't know exactly what the box score was. I don't know how many innings he actually pitched, but yeah. obviously he didn't let up any runs. So. Damn, no, that yeah. sounds like what's not going to do after not signing here. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for what me, I'm gonna go a, a slightly less impressive pitcher. Did you see Brock Holt on the mound a couple of days ago? Dude, Brock Holt for Cy Young, man, come on. He was cut. No, he was nasty though. Yeah. He was just it's just so funny when like position players pitch and they're just like lobbing it to the plate dude i thought i saw him throw one in like in the 30s no they were like all in the 30s really (laughs) and then like no occasionally he would just like whip it and it'd be like 70 but like no most of them were in the 30s and he got one two three in that's nuts man that's oh man that's just so funny like Dude. I would love to do that if I was, like, a position player kind of guy that, like, barely played. I would love to go in one day. Dude, honestly, between him and Brad Miller, I feel like we've had some really good <laughs> position players pitching this year. Yeah, Brett Phillips, too. No, yeah. That's yeah. – is that the name I just said or did I just repeat Brock Holt again? Oh, you said Brad Miller. Right, that's well, – Who might no, have, that's who who might have pitched, too. But. Right, right. <laughs> no, I, I think I'm getting them confused. But, yeah. no, it's been pretty good. Yeah. But. Yeah. yeah, getting to uh, a little bit of news this week. Ramon Laureano suspended 80 games for PEDs. Mm-hmm. So A's are losing one of their starting outfielders. Yeah, I feel like we haven't really seen any major PED things in a while. 
It has been a bit. Now, this is probably the biggest biggest name and like in a long time I feel like maybe Cano, I guess, was the yeah. most recent, but like it's almost like that just flew over everyone's head because he had gotten suspended twice already for them. So like I think Loriano is a guy that like no one would have really expected it from because like mm. he's just great and he's known for like his defense more than his offense, I feel like. And then, like, it's not like he had, like, eye-popping offensive numbers this year. I'm pretty sure he was hitting, like, 240 with, like, less than 10 homers. I don't know. He wasn't Yeah. No, he's not hitting great. Good. Um, I, I don't know, man. It's kind of strange. Um, Do you think players are just getting better at, like, hiding it now? Like, are players actually using it less? Or is it just finding ways around it? I don't know. I feel like they've got to be using it less unless the league is just turning a blind eye to a lot of the guys because, like, they test them all the time, supposedly. So, like, they would know this. Like, I feel like every drug would come up on a test. I don't know. I'm not That's really a theory. Sure you think, like, some of the best guys are using it in the league just keep it on the down low because they're entertaining? I mean... That's... I mean, that's a little out there, but, I mean, I honestly... You could definitely... Point, put an argument in that, like, the reason that A-Rod and Braun didn't get caught right away was because of the league wanting mm. them to stay on the field. Interesting. You never know. <laughs> but, I, um, I would listen, not rule I mean, To me, for the A's as a team now, how big does this make, like, the Starling Marte trade? True. Because True. he almost didn't really necessarily fit there. Like, he was a good piece to have. But now that Loriano's gone, like, thank – it's really good that they got Marte because if they didn't, they would be in big trouble, I feel like. I have to look how many games they're up now in the wild card race because I feel like it's pretty I tight. think they're two games or two and a half games ahead of us, ahead of the Yanks. So. Okay. Um, and we'll go into the standings a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But it's tight, man. We'll see if, yeah. we'll see if they can hold <laughs> on. Oh, yeah. Other news, Tigers extend Jonathan Scope, two-year deal. His numbers with Detroit's been pretty good since the start of last yep. year. 798 OPS, 26 homers. He's only 29. He's, he said he wanted to stay there. So, honestly, man, they've been pretty decent this year. They've been, like, a little over 500. Uh, a little under. A little <laughs> under yeah, like, I feel like they're kind of on the come up. Like, everybody's known that for a while, I think. Um they honestly kind of remind me of, like, Houston from a few years back, probably, yeah. like, the 2013 or 14 Astros when they had, like, George Springer make his debut and Altuve was there. And maybe Correa made his debut, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that, like, it's interesting because, like you said, Scope wanted to stay there. So I think it's a good thing that they – like, they're showing – progress and the fact that they want to keep guys who want to stay and like they want to keep good players who've been good for them they're not just going to like trade everybody still and keep rebuilding um right i mean look I, he's played about 153 games i think about that since he got there before last year obviously that's about equal to a full season um yeah i mean he's hit 26 homers he's got 87 rbis and his career over 162 is 27 homers, 81 RBIs. So he's pretty much right on par, if not better, than his overall career numbers since he got to Detroit. Um, right. So, yeah, I mean, he's only 29, which I think a lot of people forget because I feel like I remember him on, like, the Baltimore teams with, like, Machado yeah. and 
back in 2018, maybe. He was yeah. an all-star, I'm pretty sure. Then he got traded to Milwaukee, and he did pretty good over there, but he was kind of like a platoon role, so I don't think he played a ton. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like I said, he's a great player, and I think he probably has learned a lot playing with Miguel Cabrera. Let's just face true, it. True, true. No matter how Miggy's numbers have kind of gone down recently, he's still Miguel, he's still Miguel Cabrera. Like, he knows how to hit, and he knows how to teach hitting. So Yeah, um, that's another guy to keep an eye on, because he's coming up on yeah. 3,000 hits and 500 home runs. I think they have, I like, think the... right now, yeah, I think he's at 498 homers right now. So he's Damn, okay, okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good move by Detroit overall. Yeah, same. All right, so deep dive today. One guy I kind of want to talk a little bit about is Lance Lynn. So Lance Lynn, his whole career, been pretty decent, right? 2011 through 2017, 3.38 ERA. He won a title of the cards. Like, everyone just kind of knew him. Be, like, pretty like pretty solid, reliable. 2018, takes a step back, 4.77 ERA. Then two years ago, the last full season we had, just out of nowhere, strikes – Strikes out 249 guys. He had never broken 200 before. So I remember I mean, he was in the Cy Young race. He, I, don't, I think he was like sixth or something. Then last year, leads the league in innings. He took a little bit of a step back, but he was basically the same as 2019. Now, at age 34, he is number one ERA right now in the MLB. He's an all-star for the first time in nine years. He's on the cusp of his first Cy Young. I don't think anyone's catching them in the American League. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Lance Lynn, of course, in 2018, was when he got traded to the Yankees. And he was having God, his worst that, season he ever. He was on the, yeah. And, of course, that, that was the worst year he ever had. <clears throat> so, and I remember that was awesome. In the playoffs, <laughs> I think he got rocked by Boston. Or some, I, uh, yeah. It, Probably was Boston. I'm pretty sure that year. So sounds about right. Yeah. yeah so but, listen, I mean, I, I've talked a lot about Lance Lynn before. Um, he's, I mean, him going to the White Sox was awesome for him because, like, he's going back to his old manager and Tony Larusa, where he's comfortable with him. Um, he's just coming to his own, and he just got that contract extension with the White Sox. I think about a month ago. Um, it was like, what was it? It was two, two years, years, thirty-eight million. Like, that's, that's a bank for two years. Like, his AAV is nuts for that. Um, and he's thirty-four. I mean, it's a great deal for both sides too. Um, I, Lance Lynn, I feel like has got to win to Cy Young. As much as I want to say Garrett Cole, um, yeah. Cole has had a few clunkers, and his ERA is kind of just higher. Let's face it; it's way higher than Lynn, and it's still good. So that's how yeah. good Lynn has been. Um, you know, I think Carlos Rodon, his teammate, probably has a shot too. But I mean, Lance Lynn has just been so much better than every other pitcher. It's it's just fun to watch every time he's out there. It's like you gotta just watch the game. Um, no, honestly, you had, you had mentioned the contract. So he his if he's making about nineteen million next year, like just average, that would be the nineteenth highest pitcher like average value in the league. So he's, he would win Cy Young and be the 19th highest paid pitcher. So yeah, he's no, he's been tremendous. A lot. I want to talk a little bit about how he does it because the trend today is obviously like moving towards off-speed stuff. Like fastball usage has 
like sharply declined since 2015. Yeah. And when they are throwing it just faster and faster, him, yeah. he's throwing four seam fastballs at a higher rate than anyone in the league. But his velocity on those is in the 26th percentile. So he averages about like 94. He's not throwing it that hard. So he's, he's talked about it a little bit. He said like, I don't have to be a max effort guy to get outs. When you look at yeah. the ability to change the speeds with the fastball and do some things, that's his word. So he's either throwing that or his cutter is sinker. So it's interesting going yeah. against the grain a little bit, but it's clearly messing with hitters of the plate. So, yeah, like I've noticed that he doesn't throw off speed very often at all. Um, like he has a curveball, but he barely uses it. He, It's more so like location like for me like yeah i think you know what happens with a lot of guys is that um they throw the four seamer high and it, it like gets an effect like it's rising and that it's like faster right and it actually is and like that's exactly what's happening to him um I, good for him for figuring it out like so late in his career not so late but let's say he figured it out in 2019 so when he was about 32 uh -huh. yeah I mean, he's 34 now yeah and it's not like he was never good. Like, before 2018, he had a great run with the Cardinals. Like, he was a very good pitcher. Um, he wasn't ace, though. Like, he was probably a number two, number three starter back then. Um, mm -hmm. And now, I mean, thinking about the White Sox rotation, they have Giolito, Rodon, and him, and he's the ace. You wouldn't have guessed that at the beginning of this year, really. No. Like, Giolito would be the guy who has been good also. Um, Rodon kind of broke out, and then Lynn's just been unreal. So, um I think a lot of guys should look at what he does and try to do it, to be honest with you. Well, right. Because I guess the other flip side is if he's not throwing as hard, that's saving his arm. And that's why he's, that's why I feel like he's not going to, he's not at risk to regress as much in the next few years and just, I don't even know where he's get old. Like he's saving bullets, essentially. Yeah. Really? I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy, to be honest with you. Um, I think, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he's a, White Sox for the rest of his career. So, yeah. Um, either that or he's going to get banked from some other team after this two year extension is over. So, could be. Well, I guess, yeah, it, yeah why? I don't know. I'm, I'm curious why he took such a small deal. I mean, yeah. he probably knows something he, we don't, but still, like two years after the season he's having? I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Maybe he has like another team in his mind that he wants to go to. And he wants to get two more good years in Chicago and then mm, leave. Could be, I don't know. Could be. You never know. <laughs> Interesting. All right, get into not what it seems. Who you want to talk about today? Um, so honestly, I'm gonna talk about something. I'm gonna talk about Bryce Harper as a potential MVP candidate for this year. Um mm. so I mean he's quietly having an MVP type season. A lot of people probably aren't realizing this, but Let's just talk aside from the fact that guys got hurt. We'll talk about that in a little bit, who were yeah. probably front runners for the award. But Bryce Harper's current stat line is 302 batting average, 20 homers, 45 RBIs, 12 stolen bases, and a 983 OPS. So all those numbers are pretty solid for this point in the season. But something that might stick out to some people is the RBI totals. 45 RBIs at this point in the year doesn't really scream uh, no, MVP. No, right? It's not. But there's kind of an odd stat as to why his RBI totals are so low. Obviously, home runs aren't the only way you can get RBIs, okay? But 
His first 14 homers this year were all solo homers. Hmm. So he, he has 20. So he's only had six home runs where guys were on base. And his first 14 were, like, with no one on. So, again, like, obviously he probably had the opportunity to hit homers with guys on, and let's say he didn't. So let's say that's his fault. But it's not his fault that no one was on base when he did happen to hit home runs either. Um, right. <clears throat> and listen, I mean, as of now, this is going to stay a little bit for you. Harper has seemingly pushed the Phillies up in front of the Mets, and that's the Mets were in first place for the majority of the year. Let's face it, they, they were, and now they're not. And you guys this have is, lost nine, this is all nine of your last 11. Um, and the Phillies are rolling. I mean, at Citizens Bank this weekend – you probably saw it seemed like playoff atmosphere completely. Um, Zach Wheeler shoved in Sunday's game, complete game shutout against you guys, former Met. That's um, so fitting. Like, there's no other <laughs> yeah. way it would happen. No, there's not. And, like, Harper homered, I think, yesterday. Um, we're recording on Monday. So, Harper homered, I think, on Sunday. Did he homer on Saturday, too? I, he might have homered every sure, game. Sure, probably did. Guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's just like he, even though the RBI totals aren't there, I think with Tatis and DeGrom both currently injured, um, Acuna's hurt right now, who probably had a shot. I yeah. think Castellanos, if he comes back soon, he could have a shot. Let's say the Reds get that second wild card spot and Castellanos comes back and really puts up some great numbers. Possibly he could be the guy. But right now, I think. Bryce Harper has got to be the front runner because what he's doing with this team is what he promised he would do. And yeah, again, the RBI totals aren't there. Every other stat is there. So that's interesting. Um, it almost reminds me, I think, because I feel like his MVP year, I think he hit like 42 bombs, but he never reached like 100 RBI. So it's not even like yeah, he yeah. hasn't had this season before. He just tends to hit a lot of solo ones, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I don't know. Where does he hit in the lineup? Third? Or uh, second? Probably, yeah. Because I, I think Kutch leads off. So I think he probably hits second. So, like, Andrew McCutcheon does get on base. Like, I, it's not like he doesn't get on base. Like, that's just interesting. I don't know. Right. Or maybe he hits third because Real Muto might hit second. I don't know. But he hits second or third, I'm pretty sure. So. Yeah. And then the point. It's, like, strange. The point on the MVP race is it's kind of a shame, honestly. I mean, every like star <laughs> has just gone down this year. I mean, yeah. I'm I feel like Tatis will be back fairly soon, so I'm hoping he he gets this award. But yeah, man, I, mean, Jake, I think it, I'm, Jake's gone, Acuna's yeah. gone, Castellanos has missed so much time now. I think it like the MVP could easily Freeman could be in that conversation. True. Um, because as bad as he started, we've talked about how good he was. He got the all-star starting first baseman. Um, he's been great since. I think he's kind of set out. He's had like an upper respiratory thing. He doesn't have COVID, but he's yeah. had like something. Um, so he's been sitting out for a few days, but he's had solid numbers too the whole year. Um, obviously, Acuna getting hurt actually kind of opens the door a little bit for Freddie to go up there because if Acuna True. was there, they'd kind of be going back and forth with each other. Um, I mean, 
you were doing some research on some stats for this. Um, so if he plays every game the rest of the season, his projected stats will be 30 homers, 68 RBIs, and 19 stolen bases. 68 RBIs That's is just like... That seems like hard to do. A 30 homers? Like, that's almost like... Yeah. Ah, oh, man. That's just crazy. I feel like he's... I feel like it'll bump up more. I feel like yeah. he's got to hit some more with, like, three-run homers or some grand slams this year, and it'll kind of help him out, but... In my mind, I, I think um, you'll agree with this. It doesn't matter. Like, if your OPS is almost a 1,000, like, you're clearly, like... Right. You should be in the running. Like it doesn't matter, but yeah. like it just looks weird. It's just like look at that style, right. you know. And again, like if he carries the Phillies into the postseason, it's going to be hard to not vote for him if yeah. he keeps up like this because like he looks like MVP. Like he looks like MVP Bryce Harper from the Nationals mm-hmm. that year. So um, he's confident up there. Like he's having fun. That's this is a Bryce Harper that we all love to watch. So. Did you see his um, inside the park home run? It was probably like a couple of weeks ago now. Yeah. It was kind Absolutely. of sick. It was, like, it was electric, cool. electric, dude. It was crazy. I mean, that's the type of guy he is. Everybody knows it. Right. Um, I mean, right now, the Phillies just kind of have like this aura around them. Um, like they have the hat thing whenever someone homers. Like if you've seen that probably. Um so I haven't, but I feel like every team's doing that now. Don't the Blue Jays have like a blazer they wear now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do a jacket. The Red Sox put someone in a laundry cart and push them around in the dugout. Oh um, yeah, I mean, the Yankees did something for a little while. They put like a jacket on because of like the Altuve thing. Oh, <laughs> like he said, oh. it was too cold or whatever, whatever the fuck he said. We'll but have to rank them all at some point. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, so saying it now, Bryce Harper is the NL MVP if the Phillies make the playoffs. Okay, we'll come back. To that's it. a we'll... that's that's a big that's a big if because you guys could easily have a good stretch run and then overtake him. The Braves could too. So, I mean, yeah, I'm not expecting anything from our guys at this point anymore. But Atlanta, possibly. We'll yeah. See. <laughs> Um, so another guy I wanted to talk about who's actually having a great season. We talked about him a little bit last week because he did just get traded to Houston. Um, Kendall Graveman is having an outstanding season. Um, so with Seattle, he had 10 saves. Now in Houston, he's being used as a setup man. So the saves numbers would be higher if he was still in Seattle. But right, um, right now, overall, with Houston and Seattle, he has a 0.72 ERA. Damn. So and he hasn't been hurt. Like he's played the whole season. So that's legit. Nine point nine strikeouts per nine innings. So let's be nice here and give it ten strikeouts per nine. Okay. Um he was converted to a reliever with Seattle prior to twenty twenty and it did not work out last year because he had a five point seven nine ERA and seven point two strikeouts per nine last year. So that's not very good. Um, no. And before that, he was a full-time starter from 2014 to 2018 with Toronto and Oakland. And um, he compiled a 4.76 ERA and 6.4 strikeouts per nine over those five seasons. Um, so he's never even been close to this good, to be honest, like ever. Um, obviously, being a reliever is different, but he's only 30 years old. 
I so just, I know we talked about this. I, I just don't understand why they traded him. Uh, if you're right in the playoff race, it just does not make sense to me. No. And like, you know, Seattle just played us this weekend, four games, and we won three of them. Right. A lot of the wins we had were late game wins. Mm-hmm. So if Graveman was still there, it could have gone a lot differently. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Jerry DePoto just does some things sometimes, man, where I just don't get it. No. Um, I, Graveman is probably, aside from Craig Kimbrell, Graveman might be having the best season of any reliever. Yeah, like, I'd say so. I mean, ERA under not, one. Not counting saves. Like, because saves, whatever. Like, you, you can't control that he doesn't get saves. Like, you can't control that. Yeah, no, saves is a weird so, stat. Yeah. Um, I mean, is this another case of, like, a veteran reshaping his career as a reliever after being the most starter for most of his career? I mean, yeah, I kind of want to see him obviously do it for maybe one or two more years. Just okay. because if he's going to put up a 5.7 last year right. and then previous seasons he just wasn't even relieving so like you really just don't have a lot to work with right yeah i'm not i'm not buying it yet think about it too though last season was the shortened season so that's true could have easily figured it out at some point but you never know like you said i would like to see it for a little bit more time but something that stuck out to me was that his fip is currently 2.63 uh, Which is higher than 0.72, but like 2.63 as a reliever, that's not bad. Like, no, it's not. I mean? It's about three times what his ERA is, but it's still not not bad. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think if he was a closer for a team and he had a 2.63 ERA, that's pretty good. Because yeah. that means the, the majority of the time – you're getting the save or like you're getting the high leverage situation and you're doing good. So I would like to see it for a little bit longer, but I mean, I, again, I don't understand the trade at all. Um, like, especially to a division rival when you're in the playoff hunt. No, like that's Seattle just so the, odd. Yeah. I don't and know. Houston's looking so good now too. Yeah. They are. <laughs> Without Bregman in the lineup. I don't know, man. Yeah. All right. 50 games to go. Let's do a quick standings update as of we're recording this on Monday. So it could change a little bit. But what stands out to you right now? Um, I mean, there's just a few things. Like the Giants were the first team to 70 wins. They have 71 wins at the time we're recording. So that's what we thought. I don't think anybody would have predicted that. So good for them. Um, I think another interesting thing is that the AL East currently has four teams above 500 and yeah. four teams pushing for playoff spots. So like well over 500. Yeah. Like Toronto is in fourth place right now and they're 60 and 50 record wise. So they're 10 games above 500. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Uh, so that's interesting. Um, and then on the flip side, the AL Central has four teams below 500. So that tells you something about these two divisions. But, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. That division, the White Sox are blowing through the roof. Um, so they're going to easily win it. Um, you know, the AL West, 
Oakland is only two games behind Houston. As much as Houston has been mm. doing good, they're still only two games behind them. So that's not insurmountable at all. No. Um, so we'll see what Oakland does here. They always find a way to stick around. So that's going to be interesting. Um, and yeah, we got to look at it kind of a change up in the NL East, unfortunately, um, for you. The Phillies jumped three spots up from the last time we did this, and they're in first place now. Um, the Braves are in second place, and then the Mets dropped down two spots to third place. Um, I, heard, still, I, heard though, you guys... people, I heard some people calling it like an epic collapse. I wouldn't go that far. Like, no. 2007, 2008 for the Mets was an epic collapse. This was about five games. I, I don't like that, seems a little bit of a reason <laughs> to me. But, like, yeah. dude, like, it's just not working right now. And it's different. I feel like when the Yankees struggle, you like you like to kind of break it down. Like, oh, here's where we're here's where we're sucking. Here's when you do the lineup. For me, it's just kind of like, eh. no, just like leave me alone. I just I hate talking yeah. about it. But nah, man, Philly, Philly's hot. No, yeah, no other way to put it. Yeah. Um, and like the last time we did this too, uh, the Nationals were in second place. Were they actually? So think about how much has changed since then. The last time we talked about standings like this was probably the beginning of July mm. or the end the end of June, maybe around that time. Um, so that's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, talking about wild card races um, in the American League right now, Oakland and Boston have the top two spots. I think they have the exact same record, if I'm not mistaken, or they're like in the win-loss column, they're like even or something, whatever okay. it is. Um, so I'm not sure. I, You know what? I'm, I'm looking at it now. Oakland has less losses, so I think they technically have the top spot right now. Got you, um, got you. Oakland is 64 and 48, and Boston is 65 and 49. So Boston has one more win, but Oakland has one less loss. So um, in the race, though, the Yankees are two and a half back. Toronto's three back. And Seattle is five and a half back. They kind of slipped this weekend against us. We won yeah. three out of four. But they're still there. Um, and then the NL, obviously, it's still L.A. and San Diego. But Cincinnati is only two and a half back. Um, That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, the Braves are six and a half back. The Mets are seven back. Let's be honest. No one from the NL East is getting a wild card spot. No. One team is going to make it, whoever wins the division. So I did um, not think yeah. anyone was going to challenge San Diego, though. Like, I, no. honestly, the Reds could take that. Dude, I mean, Joey Votto has been absolutely nuts. We talked about ridiculous. him last week. Um, you know, I think Jonathan India has still been on a tear. He's probably going to win Rookie of the Year. Um, Moustakis just came back to this past weekend against Pittsburgh. I think he went three for four in his first game or something crazy. Yeah. Like, he's good. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I think a couple of things that come down to is first, like we mentioned, Tatis, obviously like, you know, just, he needs to be there, but Blake right. Snell, I think it was yesterday through like seven innings, 13 K's. Like he looked like his yeah. old self. So right. he's going to stick somewhere around there. If they want to have a shot, I feel like. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, they kind of were expecting him to be like, like ace, like. I, Terry, I mean, I guess. yeah, pretty reasonable after what he's just um, done. And like, he's won a Cy Young before too, so like, you're expecting him to be good. Um, and like, Darvish has been pretty good. 
Musgrove's been good, but like the Reds' starting rotation has been good too. Mm-hmm. We talked about them a little bit. Like Sonny Gray's been good the whole year. Freaking uh, Wade Miley. <laughs> Luis Castillo is finally starting to turn it around a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, like Wade Miley threw a no hitter earlier this year. Like so did everybody, but still, like yeah, no, still, he's been surprisingly good. Um, yeah. Um, and then I guess the last team that I thought was kind of notable is Boston. Just yeah, went that two and eight over their last ten. Yeah, so I was actually looking into this. So since the second half started after the All Star break, the Red Sox are ten and thirteen, and they're two and eight over their last ten. And wow, on the flip side of that, since the second half started, the Yankees are sixteen and seven in the second half, which mm. is the best record in the league. And they're eight and ten over their last ten, eight eight and two over their last ten games. So, it's kind of been the complete opposite for both teams here. Dude, I feel like honestly, the more I look at Boston, the more like I'm not really surprised. Like, who's pitching for them right now? Like, Avaldi's kind of slipped. Yeah. Like, Eduardo Rodriguez <laughs> hasn't like, been that good. No, like I mean, you're getting Carlos <laughs> back. We'll talk about that. He's coming back this yeah. Saturday. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I maybe they they were just playing over their heads because I I really I'm not sure how yeah. they even got this far. Like yeah, I'm, and I'm not gonna shit on them because like their offense is very very good. Yeah, like, no no honest, that's like Devers has been amazing. JD Martinez, Bogarts, I mean Verdugo, they've all been good. But yeah, I I've been thinking the whole year that they just didn't have the pitching to do it, and like that wasn't just me as a Yankees fan wanting to trash the Red Sox. Like, I literally thought that. And not that we have the best pitching either, but... Um, no, yeah. I think... It's like, I think you've kind of... We've kind of maybe been playing over our heads recently, too, because we've had a few guys on the COVID IL, like Cole, Montgomery, um, Gary's on the COVID IL. We'll talk about Rizzo a little bit later. Um, but still, like... And then the fact that we're 8-2 over our last time is kind of ridiculous. And... I don't know. I think it's going to come down to the wire. I think one of us, I think, is going to miss the playoffs. And Yeah, because I don't see I'm Oakland thinking, falling out of it. Which, possible, I guess, they could. But I agree. I, I don't see them falling out. And honestly, don't sleep on Toronto because their sure. offense is nuts. And Barrios has been great since he came over. Um, Ryu is an ace over there. They just, they just got had a packed huge two. win last night. They were down, I think, five yeah. against Boston. Yeah. They came all the way back in the eighth. Yeah, I think they won nine eight. Was Springer the final score hit like a, um, a yeah. bomb? It, it was pretty cool, yeah. especially being back. Oh, yeah. in uh, Rogers. That's Center. insane. Like, I think that's really lifting them up, dude. Being back there, um, yeah, yeah, really helping them out. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's like it. I think the Rays will win the division, although. I, I think that's a given, yeah. At this point, if, if they if they slip if they slip for a little bit, and let's say the Yankees or the Blue Jays or the Red Sox get really hot, it's possible that someone else overtakes them. But the Rays are going to Ray, and that's what they're doing right now. So uh, yeah, I don't honestly, see them slipping, bro, but... give them credit. You lose Snell, Morton, and then Glass now for what half the season now, and they're still just like chugging along. I don't even understand how, dude. No. I, I don't make any sense, but. I don't think we're meant to understand why. So I, I don't think so either. But yeah, yeah. I mean I, I guess just both wildcard races I feel like are gonna be really really good to watch. Or the last if you 
If you can pick right now, who's going to get the two spots in each league? Um, and then I'll go Dodgers. I'll stick with the pods. I know it's like the, the boring answer, but I just feel like they're going to stay. And then on AL? <clears throat> um, Yankees, Oakland. I'll say Boston just continues to okay. collapse. That's a very Boston thing to do. <laughs> what about yeah, you? Um, I, man, as much as I want to see Tatis in the playoffs again, I, you know that I've been on the Reds for a long time. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going Dodgers Reds. Um, okay. With the potential of a play-in game with San Diego and Cincinnati. That's they true. might have the exact same record. I'm, I'm going to say that would be a lot of fun. So I'm going to say that for the NL. Um, Dude, could you imagine Cincinnati beats the Dodgers in the wild card game? Like, it's it's not even – like, anything can happen one game. Like, that would be insane. I know. But it's so Dude, doable, I mean, though. It, it's like you can't really get on Scherzer for this, but let's say Scherzer starts the wild card game. Yeah, they have a lot of options, but let's say they go with Scherzer. The Nationals got out of that wild card game the year they won the World Series after a not so good start by Scherzer huh. because of the Trent because of the Trent Grisham error. So Scherzer wasn't. I think he maybe let up four runs, which like isn't bad, but yeah, in a wild card game, that's a little much for your starter to give up. Um, so. Let's say he goes again. There's no guarantee that he's going to be, like, amazing. So, you know, let's say, I guess, Sonny Gray would probably go for the Reds or Castillo. Yeah. If Sonny Gray absolutely dominates, I mean, it could definitely happen. Uh, Dude, I hope it's – whether it's Dodgers-San Diego or Dodgers-Cincinnati, I feel like either of those would be great. Yeah. Because, like, I I would love to see, like, Castellanos and Winker in the postseason. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. Um, but AL, I'm, I think I'm going to have to agree with you. I'm going to say Oakland and the Yankees, um, as much as I want to say like Toronto and yeah, the Yankees, I, want, I, I feel like same. I want them that would be there. so cool. And like, that's definitely possible too. Like if Oakland falls out, you never know how the Loreano stuff is going to affect them. Mm. If they kind of drop off and then Boston drops off, it could be a wild card game in the Bronx or at Rogers Center between the Yankees and the Blue Jays. Bro, they just crazy. got burritos. I mean, I yeah, I don't know, man. I would watch <laughs> out. That would be pretty cool. Um, but we'll see, man. Fifty games left. Um, it's going to be a wild ride, dude. I, it really is. So this is the home stretch, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right, couple injuries again too. Yankees still <sighs> just dealing with the COVID. Anthony Rizzo placed on it. So he'll be out. What is it? Is it 10 days for COVID? I don't even know how many days. Yeah, it's, it's it's at least 10. Okay. I think if, if you test positive, though, close to that date, it could be longer. I don't really know exactly what it is. But Okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, he had mentioned early in the season he didn't want the vaccine. So it's just. Yeah, and like, I think, do we, we don't know for sure if he did get it or if he didn't get it yeah no I, I don't think it was ever I, I know confirmed, he, but he, he just mentioned yeah. that he didn't want it yeah. so um, um so listen i mean regardless really hope for the best from him obviously yeah baseball aside rizzo is one of the best people in the game yeah um plus 
how he's helped us since he came over has been absolutely unreal. So I really hope that he gets better soon and he's back. But if any good news could come of this, Luke Voigt was activated because of this. So yes, Voigt is back. Um, we'll see what they do with the lineup and stuff once Rizzo's back. Um, and, yeah, we also just placed Chapman on the I.L. with left elbow inflammation. That's tough. That's never, that's never good to hear. Um, really wow. hope it's nothing to do with Tommy John. So we'll see. Um, yeah, I feel like we can't catch a break, dude. Every single time we start to get hot. I know, man. He, I feel like he's been hurt the whole year. He's had like three different IL stints the whole year. Um, yeah. But so. talking about COVID for us, like I said before, Cole, Montgomery, and Gary are all on the COVID IL too. I think like we've had other guys. We had Judge on it once this year. Piggy was on it once. Claver yeah. had it once. A bunch of coaches had it once. I mean, I'm just lucky. We're lucky that this isn't last season because if this was happening last season, the season might have been canceled. So, I, Yeah, I feel like last – I remember early on last season, there was a legitimate concern that they were just going to stop the season. I remember Manfred right, saying that. Wasn't it the Marlins and the Cardinals? The Marlins and the Cardinals, right? yeah. So, I mean um, – I feel like the, this year it's been you guys in the Nationals that have really gotten hit. Yeah, um, it's been tough. So hopefully everybody comes back healthy pretty soon. Yeah, no, and get vaccinated, everyone, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. One guy, we, we, we've talked about Tatis a little bit now already. Uh, he's not going to be ready to return when he's eligible this Tuesday. Kind of interesting, though. He's He was taking reps in the outfield, like, this past week, like in practice, and huh. Jace Tingle was talking a little bit about it. He was like, "Well, the infield gives him more plays where he might dive with his left shoulder in like a vulnerable position. So, and he might have possible collisions with base runners. So, like, it's nothing guaranteed. Like, it might amount to nothing, but just kind of interesting to see him wow. potentially leave shortstop. Yeah, that, I'm. I'm like thinking about it now. It's like. I feel like the only way that this move is possible now is because they got Adam Frazier too, because now they can put Cronenworth at shortstop and put True. Frazier at second and then put Tatis maybe in left or right field. Um, yeah. That's interesting. I can't imagine seeing him in a different position, especially because he's one of the best players in the league. But no. I guess you do see it sometimes. Like A-Rod moved to third from short. That's not the same thing, obviously, but it's a little bit. Like at the time, A Rod was one of the best shortstops in the league, and he moved to third too because yeah. of Jeter. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I feel like he, I don't know, the place he makes a shortstop, like yeah, he's going to no, dive he, in the outfield. Like he, he's like an athlete. He's not going to not dive. Like, I don't know. That's kind of weird. Right. No, that, that's kind of his game. I, I mean, I'll believe it when I see it. I think they're just trying it out right now, but kind of interesting. Yeah couple others uh we mentioned chris sale he's debuting this saturday against baltimore i feel like we haven't seen them in forever now but yeah, it's been a while try to give boston a little boost um yeah. travis darno is coming back from the aisle this tuesday for atlanta i feel like he's I, been out for a long time right? i thought he was gonna miss the whole like, year so yeah uh yeah good for him that'll be a big boost for the braves for sure yeah they need it um, yeah. And then Alex Bregman come back this week. They'll be yeah. playing Colorado. And Luis Robert is going to be activated this week to play the Twins. Yeah, that's going to be a big boost. Um, they already got him and Ez back. To get him back will be awesome. 
for a team that's already ten and a half games ahead of the Indians in their divisions. Oh, they're um, they're looking nice, dude. I especially yeah. with the Kimball trade now, I, I'm pretty high on them. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I think uh, again, Bregman will really help the Astros as hot as they've been. Um, yeah. So that could really propel them way more, way like way higher up than we think they're going to be. Like only two games ahead of the A's right now. Yeah. Getting Bregman back could really push them up more. Um, yeah, I mean, two guys that have been hurt for like most of the year for their teams that are in first place, and both teams are in first place. That's kind of interesting. I feel like. Yeah. No. No. Agreed. And uh, as far as series looking forward to this week, what do you got? Um, well, man, I, I got to go Yanks-White Sox because, speaking of, on the Thursday is the Field of Dreams game. Yeah. Um, so that should be a pretty cool game. So uh, the way the schedule will work is we'll play Thursday, then both teams will have Friday off because they'll go back to um, Chicago. And gotcha, then they'll play gotcha. Saturday and Sunday in Chicago. Um, but, yeah. So I think Thursday, I think it's on at 7, maybe, or 6 o'clock. I don't know what it was. I think it's but, um, si- 7 o'clock Eastern, I, I believe. Okay, yeah. yeah. So that would be 6 there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that should be pretty cool. Dude, I actually – I just watched it for the first time last night. I had never seen it, but I've always heard of the hype. Oh, wow. And, yeah. like, yeah, it was it was cool. It was – it was. I didn't know a lot about, like, Shoeless Joe Jackson or any of that stuff, but yeah. it was kind of cool. So I know. Oh, yeah. It's a classic. <laughs> Yeah, and now when I watch this game Thursday, I'll actually understand it. So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, what series do you got? Um, I got Houston at LA. I add Angels. Honestly, okay. weren't a ton of great series this this week, but I mean, I got yeah. We 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 were just talking about how good Houston's going to be. Got them yeah. in Southern California against Otani. Dude, yeah. it's like is Trout coming back anytime soon? Like, what happened to him? Man, I feel like he's had some setbacks the whole time. I don't know. I, I hope we see him at some point this year, but um, and now they lost. I just want to see him. Man, are we ever going to see Trout in the playoffs again? I don't think so. I think this is it. Like, like right now, somehow, actually, we didn't even mention this in the standings because it's not very relevant. But like, the Angels are at five hundred somehow. Without Trout and Rendon. Very nice. <laughs> like, we're, we're congratulating that. That means we're never going to see Trout in the playoffs because we're never expecting it. No, I, I just sucks, I, I don't have confidence in that front office. I don't know. No. Sad. That's brutal, man. It really is. Oh, yeah. All right, so I actually have a cool stat of the week this week. So, yesterday, right. the Phillies retire Roy Holiday's number. Then, on the end that game, Zach Wheeler became the first Phillies pitcher to retire 22 straight batters since Roy Halladay's perfect game in 2010. Really? Wow. Kind of weird. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's like, that's eerie. That's a little, that's strange, man. That's awesome. No, I mean, I wonder if, like, Wheeler knew at the time. Probably not. Probably not, no. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing, too, man. He's he's starting to put up a Cy Young. Candace. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like we talked about Wheeler a lot this year. Yeah. Like, having great starts. Like, 
he's on my fantasy team actually, so I've been paying attention to him a lot. Um, yeah. He's like not that he was not good with you guys, but he's really figured something out in Philly. So No, I completely agree. He was so inconsistent yeah. with us and now he's like Yeah. Would love like, to have, have him some, right now. He would have some great starts with you guys and then he would like have some shitty starts. It's like it would be like one start he would go like nine innings like he did yesterday and no runs, complete game, and then another start he would go like two innings and allow eight runs. It was Dude, like I really wish we weird. assigned him though. Like yeah. I, for the money he got, we definitely could have done it. Oh yeah. Well I think if you had uh Cohen as your G as the owner then That's you probably true. would have. We had so a that, we had Brody Van Wagenen. So Yeah. Well, not as owner, uh, but GM, you know what I mean. Regardless. Yeah. Same issues. Huh? Well, on that sad note, well that's that's <laughs> it for us. Uh we will be yeah. back next week. So Take yep. Enjoy the enjoy the game on Thursday, guys. Hopefully everyone watches. Yeah, true, true. Enjoy.